Today on episode 129 of the Computer Tutor podcast, I'm trying to increase awareness so that you don't become the next victim of the nanny scam. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Hey there, fellow computer user. This is The Computer Tutor Podcast, and I'm your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. I'm here to increase your knowledge, not just about computers and how they work, but about other things that involve computers. When you're on the internet, there are an unlimited number of ways for you to get scammed, and today you're going to learn about one of them. And if your computer's not working like it should, that's a problem I can solve. I can most likely fix it remotely so you don't even have to bring it into a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can, of course, be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 129. So let's get started. My wife, Jeannie, is a nanny. And I have to say, she is probably the best nanny in the world. And I'm not just saying that because she's my wife. She absolutely loves babies and everything about babies. So she definitely has a heart for this kind of work. And she also has the experience of raising our own two kids as well as she was an elementary school teacher for 17 years. Now, she spends her days taking care of a newborn. Actually, the baby's about four months old, but I guess you could still call that a newborn. So she's sort of enjoying her dream job right now. The parents of this baby, this is their first child, and so they are complete newbies at this. So they love having Jeannie around to help out with all the stuff that has to be done. When Jeannie was looking around for a family that needed a nanny... One of the services she used was Care.com. It's a very popular website, and it matches up prospective nannies with families that are looking for one. Definitely a needed service, and they make a lot of good connections that result in employment. Unfortunately, it's also a place where scammers go to steal money from people, and it's unfortunately pretty easy to pull off. Here's how it works. Let's say for this example that you want to be a nanny, so you're looking for a family with a child or maybe a few children that might want to hire you. Well, you go to the care.com website and create an account, and you fill up your profile with your information. Obviously, families that are looking for a nanny will come to this website, and you're hoping they'll find your profile, so you want to make sure you list your background and all the experience you have with taking care of children. The other people looking at your profile are lots of scammers. What the scammer does is send you an initial contact, and when you respond that you're interested, the scammer sends you more detailed information, and you'll get a letter that provides all the details, but of course, it's all made up. Now, I posted a copy on on my website of one of the letters that's commonly used, and you can see that at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 129 if you want to read it. And I have to say, from a standpoint of psychological manipulation, it's very well done. Here are some of the aspects of this letter that make it so effective. First of all, it's written by a single mother who says she's looking for a nanny for her six-year-old son, Joe. Well, who doesn't want to help a single mother and get paid for it? And the position is described as a long-term position, but it's okay to start as temporary. 
So whether the nanny is looking for long-term work or temporary, it already seems like a good match. Second, the advertised pay is $15 an hour. Now, this is like double what a teenager with no experience would be making at fast food or retail, so that's another aspect that makes this offer attractive. Then comes the backstory, and this part is brilliant. The story that's given is that the mother lost her husband and her four-month-old baby in a car accident just a few months earlier. Her son Joe barely survived, but he was injured and requires a wheelchair. Now, the mother currently lives in a different state, but she's moving to your area just to get away from all the bad memories. At this point, you feel so sorry and sympathetic for this young mother. You're thinking, man, this is definitely the nanny position that I want. Oh, and one other thing. The mother is hard of hearing, so she can only communicate by email or text messaging, so you can't actually call and talk with her. The letter ends with her saying she has a few other applicants, but she wanted to contact you first because you seem like a good candidate. Of course, that's designed to add a little bit of urgency and make you a little bit worried that you might not get the job unless you get back to her right away. Like I said, it's a great letter. It's written very effectively. And usually there's a picture to go along with the letter of the mother and the child, which you can also see that at my website. And when the scammer hears back from you, he knows there's a good chance you've fallen for that whole made-up story. The next message you get is supposedly good news. You've got the job. How exciting. The mother says she's going to be arriving in your town in a couple of weeks, and she's so happy to have found you. Oh, and there is one other thing, and this is where the scammer sets the hook to see if you'll bite. Her son, little Joe, is going to need a new wheelchair. The mother would like to send you a check for a couple of thousand dollars, plus a few hundred dollars for your time and effort, and then you would just deposit that check and then send the money for the wheelchair directly to the wheelchair supplier. Oh, and the money you send to the wheelchair place needs to be sent by Western Union. That should be a big tip-off right there. So you agree to do this favor for your new employer, after all, she's paying for the chair, by the check she's going to send you, and you're making some money just by taking care of it before she arrives in town. So a few days later, you get her check in the mail, and it's obviously a real check. It's made out to you for like two or $3,000, and you go right to the bank and deposit it in your account. But rather than take out the cash and send it to the wheelchair seller right away, you wait for the bank to tell you that the check has cleared. Because that's the smart, safe thing to do, right? You wouldn't want to get scammed, would you? And within a couple of days, the bank confirms that the funds from the check are now available in your account. So you go and get the cash, and you Western Union it right off to the wheelchair seller and wait for the wheelchair to be delivered to your address. And that's the last you'll ever hear from this person, and you'll also never see that money again. There was never a mother looking for a nanny, and there was no son named Joe. There was no car accident. And when you sent the cash for the wheelchair, you were actually sending the money directly to the scammer. Since it was sent by Western Union, there's no tracing it, and there's no chance of getting that money back. So your small problem right now is that you don't really have a job as a nanny. Your big problem is that the bank is going to contact you in the near future to let you know that that check was no good, and you have to pay back that money. But wait a minute, didn't the bank tell you the funds were clear and available? Yes, the bank actually makes the funds available to you in your account, before they get the actual money for the check. 
It might take a week or two, or even a few months, for the bank to be notified that the check was no good. Usually this check is one that was stolen from a company, and it just doesn't get noticed for a little while. Or it could even be stolen from an individual, and if the check was taken from the back of their checkbook, it wouldn't be noticed immediately. But when that person's bank account comes up short by a few thousand dollars, it's going to get traced back to that check. And that leads back to the person that cashed the check, which of course is you. And what happens if you don't have the money to pay back the bank? Well, there's a good chance you could be headed to jail. You can explain all you want. You're not the one that stole the check. They don't care. There are people in jail today because of this scam and many others just like it. What makes this one different is that most scams play on the victim's sense of greed. They get presented with some once-in-a-lifetime chance to make a big pile of life-changing money, maybe even in the millions, and they let that greed blind them from being suspicious. Well, the nanny scam is a little different. It takes advantage of people who are so kind-hearted and willing to help, they forget that there's a chance they might be getting scammed and they end up getting taken by the very person they were trying to help. So when they finally realize what's happened, it's like a punch in the gut. So now you are aware of this one. But one common thread across a lot of scams like this is that they want you to use Western Union to send money somewhere. When you do that, it's like handing cash to a stranger on a crowded street in Times Square. You will never see that money again. One other thing I have on my website today is a three-minute video, and it's a news story of a young teenager looking for a summer job, and she ended up getting stung by the nanny scam. It's pretty interesting to watch, and it's kind of easy to see how people can fall for it if they're not aware of it. Well, have you ever been scammed? If so, I would love to hear about it. Just leave me a message on my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468, or you can send me an email at pctutor at gmail.com. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.